listening to the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gad Zooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello! How are you guys? I'm doing swell. I'm in Seattle. I'm in Seattle. I have been in Seattle, and I still am. <laughs> it's not a huge thing. Nothing's changed for Shelly. <laughs> it's, it's just a cross-country flight for me to get here. Yeah. A yeah. short five and a half hours in the air. It was two hours and 45 minutes for me. Uh, but it was tiring. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I got another one in the morning. Unfortunately, I can't stay for Monday here mm-hmm. in Pax. But I, I got here Friday night. Um, after Friday, you guys got to go to the Friday Pax sessions and get some stuff organized out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there was a little bit prepped for me when I got here, but we've actually been staying with site founder Drew Kaler. Yeah. And, um, and we are here tonight. Those of you watching on video. Um, at Shelly Waltar's house. Like yeah. Her family opened up for us. Don't know how much of that video we're going to post. So if you don't see a video, sorry. You can That's imagine okay. it. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Just use it in your brain. Pretend, <laughs> just imagine all of us in the same room because it is as glorious as you'd think. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like we... We need a real place to do this. Right. Yeah. Not like, just Skype every week. I'm surprised the room A hasn't blown up yet. I would think that would happen with all of us in the same room. <laughs> and it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. So I feel like we're going to all be very similar in our answers. Uh, I, What are you guys geeking out about? And we can't just say PAX. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've actually got plenty of stuff that's not PAX related. Oh, perfect. I, uh, so the night before I flew out... Mm-hmm. I finished playing through Deus Ex uh, Mankind Divided. Mm. I picked it up. Once we're once I'm back home, I'm going to start working on the review for that. Cool. To go up on geeksundergrace.com. Um, on top of that, I have also been playing. So I, I got some mobile games to play. Not mobile. Handheld games to yeah. play on the on the way over here. Um, for I haven't played Battle Champs. Go that's, ahead. That's mobile. So okay. <laughs> Actually, Capcom did release an iOS game mm-hmm. like the day before I flew out. It's called Street Fighter Puzzle Spirits. Oh. So it's I actually downloaded it on my phone. I've been playing it. It is okay. a Street Fighter. You know, Street Fighter Puzzle's been around for years. Right. It was a. I think they released it on PlayStation Two. See, or I something. didn't even know that. Yeah. So, but it's it's on phones now, and it's actually pretty fun. I've really been enjoying it. Of course, the Street Fighter adds a bis, a big aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, I've I'm also been imagining playing... Candy Crush with well, is it Mortal <laughs> Kombat. One of the games, Mortal Kombat, they had a puzzle game. It was like Tetris, basically, and then they beat each other up if you got a score in this Tetris-ish game. Oh, okay. Someone knows what I'm talking about. That wasn't very Tetrisy, but there are elements of that in this. Okay, so it's like okay. depending on what color blocks you break and combo together, you can. Um, Initiate a combo phase, and then as long as you can keep matching things within this certain zone, mm-hmm. uh, okay. it builds up a combo. And then when the combo finishes, you get to watch the animation of Ryu punch, kick, punch, kick, punch, kick. Oh, Hadouken! I guess that's yeah. pretty cool. Did I do that right? I don't even want to play Hadouken. Yeah. Hadouken. Yeah. Hadouken. Hadouken. On top of that, I've been playing, I got Monster Hunter Generations on the 3DS. I wanted okay. a Monster Hunter game to play. Mm-hmm. And I still have four, but Generations is out. And I'm an idiot, so I try all of them when they first come out. So I brought my 3DS because you were trying to get your street passes. And I got the street pass. And I was like, I'm going to get a street pass. And then I opened it for like maybe two minutes and I was bored. Yeah. I I probably have 10 or 15. I probably have several on there that I picked up today that I haven't looked at yet. Yeah. Yeah. I I should spend some time with it. I didn't give it enough time, I don't think. I think it's just something neat. I think the neatest thing about it is like... It looks and says, what 
the people that you're interacting with, where are they from? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're mm-hmm. from this state. Oh, you don't have anybody from that state yet. Yeah. Boom, it fills up your yeah. map. Yeah, like you, yeah. I got uh, your me on my 3DS, and I hadn't had anyone from Arkansas before, so yeah. it's like, new region opened up. I'm like, yay, yeah, yeah, I'm from the United States at that's this point. Cool. I, as of this morning, of course, I only started street passing yesterday. Right. Yeah. I have people from two provinces of Canada, Washington, Oregon, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> like It's, it's kind of neat. I, I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, I, I like using it uh, because there's like a puzzle thing. You can collect puzzle pieces from people. Um, and then once your puzzles are completed, you can go to a slideshow and you can see that picture in 3D. It's like animated. Oh, it's kind of cool. Okay. okay. So that's what I do. That's what I use for okay. it. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right. One other thing I've been playing on the Vita. I brought my Vita along. Everybody says Vita's dead except the kind of funny guys who say Vita is an island. <laughs> and it's an exclusive island. You're, not, people, you're not allowed to. Okay. People aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Um, but I started playing Sheeran the Wanderer. I think it's called something like the Tower of Fate and the Dice of the Dice of Fate or the Tower of something. Um, but it's it's a Sheeran the Wanderer game. It's a roguelike. You move one space, and then every monster on the floor moves a space. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's fun. Um, cool. I, I like that kind of game. It's very cerebral, but it's got RPG elements. Mm-hmm. Got a really neat. It looks almost like a Super Nintendo kind of 16-bit art Love style it. to it. And yeah, it's really neat. So, um, outside of PAX, that is the stuff that I've been geeking out about this week. Well, what about PAX as well? Okay, so with PAX, uh, we haven't really... Cody and I have been so on the go. I don't know what the ladies have had a chance to see, but mm-hmm. Cody and I have been talking to a ton of developers. We've been trying to shake hands, trade off business cards, and that sort of thing. And uh, it's been really busy. But we got to stop today and check out For Honor, Ubisoft's mm-hmm. game where you can play as a samurai or a viking or a medieval knight. And we will have kind of a preview of that as a video coming out on YouTube.com slash Geeks Under Grace uh, as soon as I get to it. Um, yeah, that's... Within that's a week. <laughs> within... Uh, once I get back Tuesday. So we should have something up by Friday. Yeah, that's going to take some actual editing work, but... That was a lot of fun. I, I first saw that at E3 um, when they revealed the trailer a couple years ago. Yeah, Been wanting to get my hands on it, and I'm glad I did. That was a lot of fun. I had a good time. It was four on four, yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, I, I got to watch that a little bit and uh, because I had nothing else to do. I didn't play. I was filming him. Uh, but it looked like, uh, cinematically, it looked like you were actually in a war, and then you are kind of... You, you know the hero in all the war movies that like yeah. you're watching all these peons die right, and then you yeah. have the hero fighting and it's like through. slow motion right He's going some through. Of slow motion yeah like, yeah some of those fights were really but you look like and everything else looks like it there's tons of little peons dying here and there that are NPCs and then the characters are these like heroes and they kind of stand out against everyone else. And it was so cool to see you walk up to somebody and I'd see them through their horde of army and they would look at you and you guys would both tense up and pose and yeah. then just oh, get man. into a fight. That's cool. Yeah. I, it was like watching, I mean, a lot of people say that, you know, video games they don't know about is like watching a movie, but this was, it was very cinematic for me, which yeah. I really liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's one I'm definitely looking forward to in February when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Sweet. Go ahead, Shelly. Okay. What have you been geeking about? We haven't seen Shelly <laughs> at PAX for most of it. Like Joe yeah. said, we have been going developer to developer, and uh, we've been doing a lot of just introduce- introducing ourselves. And so my wife, I didn't want her to like stand around, and I kind of just gave her to Shelly yeah. and was we like, go have just, fun. We just wanted to go have fun. Here's one of my favorite things that we did together. We petted K 
kittens. Literal <laughs> kittens. Not and, simulators. Not a video game. And I'll explain why they were there. So, um, Exploding Kittens, I don't know if you guys know, it's a card game uh, by The Oatmeal. Actually, a super fun card game. And for a promotion sort of uh, deal, they, they brought kittens from, like, an adoption center. And they were... So small, they could fit in my hand, and they would fall asleep in your lap. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And none of them exploded. None of them exploded. They, That's fantastic. They, the way they advertised it, they said non-exploding kittens. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could you could like play the game while you were waiting, which was really cool. Um, but so did you get to play it at all? I didn't get to play the game. I mean, I played the game before. Oh, okay. Okay. But um, so yeah, I know it's cool. a fun game. Uh, so. Yeah, kittens. And what else did we do? We looked around a lot. We played this, oh my gosh, we played the most ridiculous game today called, uh, crap, what was it called? It was like, it was two people in in one person. And like, they were... Uh, I remember you talking about this. Push game. me, pull you. Yeah, yeah that's what it's called. And so it's like a co-op, uh, you know, two people against two people game. And so two people are sharing one controller. And so... Each person gets like one of the joysticks, and oh, so you control that. that sounds half. like a brothers game. Only yeah. two people yeah, playing it. It's meant to be a cooperative. Except experience. absolutely yeah. ridiculous. You can grow your body by pressing a buddy, <laughs> and you can shrink it back, so you can kind of like grow, and then you can just sort of. It sounds like Octodad. <laughs> is that is that what that game was called? The Octo. Oh yeah, Octodad. It's 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 on that level of ridiculousness. Okay, now is this made by the same people that did Pushmo? Uh, I don't a- know. They were. They were advertised with Armello. I don't think they were made uh, by the people at Armello, okay. but like Armello was like helping them set up and everything with all their things. It was cool to see Armello on the show for Yeah, that too. We've covered them. We've got a review and preview of them up on the site. They've mm-hmm. got a new DLC pack that's that's dropping either Soon. just did or might be this week. Yeah, I think they were advertising it at PAX as well, so I'm excited for that. But um, yeah, we were playing it. Uh, me and Coda's were playing it, and we won. Basically, what you have to do is you have to take this ball, and you have to uh, hold it on your side for long enough. And like once, you know, for so long, what did like a thing fills up? No, like when you have the ball in there, a thing like a meter fills up, and once it's to the top, then you win that match. And it's like three out of five or something like that. Okay. Um, it's just so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you'll have to look it up, I swear. You won't understand it. Like, what I'm saying probably makes absolutely no sense, but you just have to look it up. Um, okay. It's really fun, though. It's it's crazy. Um, but, yeah. Besides that, I bought lots of stuff. Well, not lots of stuff. But I bought this really cool Wonder Woman hat. My wife bought lots of stuff. <laughs> that is true. Um, and I bought a Aperture Laboratories mug, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I played lots of, well, not lots. I played some other games. I looked around a lot. We played Giant Jenga. They have this room yeah. just that has, like, three sets of Giant Jenga. It's so fun to just watch how intense people are playing that game because they can get really high up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and every decision is just, like, you have to be very careful taking out the piece, very careful putting it on top. It's like you're holding your breath the whole time. I I was going to say, I thought I was going to pass out from holding my breath trying to move that one piece. (laughs) Honestly, yeah. So that was really fun. I mean, I've been doing lots of stuff there um, away from them. I haven't been doing any official stuff. I've been having fun. No, I mean, I have been having fun. That's one thing. (laughs) If if I had to do it over with uh, again, like I still want to make all the contacts. I wish we had more people here. But Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten to sit 
on a single panel. Right. Yeah. You know, we've we've been at PAX, and there are probably a dozen panels I would have liked to have gone to, and I didn't get to sit on one. Yeah. See, um, that's that's been a little frustrating, but um, there's there's just so much to do at PAX, which yeah. is the thing. It's crazy. There's six floors, and they're all packed full of stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's been PAX. Cool. So what about you, Cody? What do you dug about? Yeah. I mean, everything. <laughs> um, when Joe says that we've been doing a lot of PR, our plan and the first day what we legitimately did was we went to the top floor and we went from booth to booth talking to people and introducing ourselves. Uh, so that was really exciting. I, I loved that. We didn't get to see any panels, like she said. Uh, I'm okay with that. I definitely wish, though, that we, we had a PR team and a media team because today... We were kind of both this whole weekend, uh, and it's just been me, Joe, Drew, and Shelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and if you look at it, you know, a lot of these companies, we'd approach them and, and ask, you know, can we talk to your PR rep? And they would say, well, we don't have a PR rep around right now. They went to grab dinner or whatever. Like, we have three on the floor, but two went to grab dinner. Let me go find the other one. So they've got teams there. Yeah. I think for me, getting to see a lot of these games get played is really cool. I'm... Getting really into the indie scene uh, for some reason. I, I really like something that I kept reiterating to a few people today was uh, we mentioned in the podcast a few weeks ago that they're really pushing the industry forward and actually getting to see kind of their faces uh, saying this. I mean, they really, really appreciated that. Yeah, you get to see these guys. It's one, it's one or two, maybe three developers on a team, mm-hmm. and they're making a game that they've been working on for three or four years. Right. Yeah. And they're here pouring out their heart and soul trying to get people a little a little attention for this project they've worked so long for. Right. Yeah. It's cool to see how original some of the ideas are. Yeah. Um, and just how how cool, like, how people just, like, came up with ideas for this. Um, there's, like, this one game, Eco, that's... It's it's a lot like Minecraft, but there's actually like a set government and other people are playing even if you're not playing, which I thought was really cool. And every decision you make will actually affect the environment. So there's like a meteor coming to crash on Earth or something. So you have to like build up technology to protect yourself from that. But at the same time, you're trying not to destroy the world while trying to get like save yourself from the meteor because like taking resources. I thought that was cool. Um, Again, the game I just mentioned, like, who comes up with that? Right. Like, yeah. I honestly, I don't even know. Um, but it's just so cool, again, to actually talk mm-hmm. to people who, like, st- made the game. And a lot of them will hand out, like, free stuff to you. Like, I got free yeah. codes for a game. I got free skins for a game. I, we do, as long yeah. as I can hold on to them, have a few giveaways, actually, for the Twitch teams. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. so we'll have to get those in the hands What's of the that? Twitch guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting. If you watch our Twitch streamers, they might be handing some of that out. Um... Also, not just the little guys, but we got to talk something that's so cool for me. I get to fanboy that we actually got to talk to like the community manager of Xbox. Yeah, uh, got some cards in the hand. They know that we exist, um, though we did have some connections there before. And now this guy also and knows. We got to meet one of the one of the reps that can pass us on up the chain at Sony. At Sony, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow I'm going to be working on Nintendo. Uh, they weren't on that side of the floor, so that's kind of next on the list. But Bethesda. And Sega. Yeah, Sega was cool. Um, and we also hit up like Devolver Digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so a lot yeah, of different. Ubisoft. Getting to see these guys and uh, just be on the same level with them, which is like, I mean, that's their job is to kind of, especially these community managers. Uh, that's the whole idea of PAX is, you know, everyone is just a person who's geeking out about the same things you are. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely an experience. Uh, a couple of highlights for me are definitely, I feel terrible. I don't remember the name of the game. But I bought a brand new NES game 
this week. Oh, it was like something, something Halloween. Zombies. Halloween right? something 85. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's it going to bug me that I know it. Uh, I, I got to play it. We're, let's just wait for Joe. You're a terrible person. We don't have LJ. LJ, help! LJ's... Haunted Halloween 85. Okay. Uh, the game is called uh, Haunt... What is it? Haunted Halloween 85. The game is called Haunted Halloween 85, but this is a brand new game just made. And it's been out for about a year. About a year, yeah. The and sequel will be the out yeah, by next year? No, they'll be out by Halloween this year. Okay, wow. I didn't realize it was that soon. But that's new considering NES games. It is yeah. an NES game, and it works... Uh, I put I have a physical cartridge that I will put into my Nintendo when I get home. Yeah. And I get to play this game. And I got it just uh, signed by a couple of the developers. Um, they did some work on it, and so that was really cool. Uh, so that's a big highlight for me. Kind of outside of PAX... I uh, got a tattoo from Drew Kaler. Yeah. <laughs> we did that on a live stream for the Facebook page. And it's a geeky tattoo. Yeah, yeah. it is a Tetris piece, uh, which sounds really weird and random. But me and my wife have been talking about this for a while. I got a Tetris piece, and then she has two Tetris pieces that fit it. Yeah. And so... So they're not matching. They're fitted. Yeah, we keep saying they're matching yeah. tattoos, and they're not matching tattoos. They they're fit each other like a fitted. puzzle. Uh, and so it, it's kind of adorable. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but we actually got to live stream that, and I'm so happy that Drew Kaler, the founder of Geeks and Grace, was able to give it to me. Uh, I can't wait to go home and tell everyone, oh, what'd you do at PAX? Uh, I got a tattoo. I got a tattoo. A, a real, <laughs> an actual tattoo. Because why not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm, there's probably so much more that I'm just not thinking about right now. It's hard, because um, there's just, like, this whole weekend's been really, like, crazy together. It's, it's hard to remember what was which day and we're at the end of a long day like i'm a little yeah. bit brain dead right now that's true yeah we're all really tired we board haven't had much rest we did get to talk to some board game developers oh yeah yeah so that. yeah we we ended up hitting up a bunch of indie developers for board games several mm -hmm. that were doing big ones uh the pathfinder adventure game like pathfinder is yeah. a pretty popular name and uh so it's it's really cool. You know, I mean, for those that don't know, we do have a tabletop section on the site. Uh, Chris and, and Derek have been crushing that. You guys need to check it out if you're interested in board games at all. And, uh, you know, we're, we might have some more form to cover now. Yeah, definitely. Though I think the website is going to be really kicking uh, because of this PAX event. I sure hope so, I'm yeah. I think in the next, give it, you know, a month as we start to get codes in, we have to get the codes, then we have to get the reviews, and then we have to get those... So, out. Yeah, um, we're, we're not going home with any codes in our pockets. Right. Um, we're yeah. going home with a bunch of names and email addresses. Exactly. Yeah, so I got to put in a lot of work still. Yeah. It's Work's like just we're, we're here at pre-connection. we got to make the connection. Yeah. And then things will happen from that. Yep. I also will say, I'm going to end it with this, I guess, is uh, I also, I, I kept going on and I repeated myself probably 20 times. I loved the responses we got with people as we talked to these developers because we would say, hey, we're a Christian organization. And a lot of people would get defensive yeah. or right. get just kind of like back away a little bit. And we would have to explain that, you know, we're not the, uh, we're not a bunch of Christians trying to be relevant. We are actually geeks who are into this kind of stuff. And so we'd always have to tell them that, uh, you know, we are doing these reviews from an objective point of view. And then we put in that content guide. Um, and so it was really uh, interesting to see all these people and... We had so many uh, indie, it was specifically indie developers, I feel like, that were like, "This, we need this. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Uh, oh, we had a but, lot of them that said that. But the indie cool. devs, yeah, the indie devs understand that, you know, there's there's more than what 
you know, Ubisoft or Nintendo wants to put out like right. mm-hmm. the the same canned thing over and over. In fact, I think one of the most fascinating people we talked to was a board game designer. Yeah, and and we said, hey man, you know, or we were talking to another one, and he pulled us aside afterward and said, I want to talk to you. You know, here's here's my idea for a board game. I've been testing it. Everything's going pretty good. And we got the idea. Like it felt like okay, he's designing this for Christians. Yeah. And so Cody said, you, so you're a believer? And he said, oh, no, not at all. But I am a game designer, and I realized that there's, there's a, a market. There's yeah, a market there. There's yeah. a market. <laughs> um, I thought that was really interesting. And so we ended up having a pretty good conversation with him about that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. That's super cool. Now, I, I love that people said there is a need for this. There is a need for um, a group out there to connect that gap, uh, let geeks know that the church is open to geekery, and yeah. then also let the churches know that they can be geeks and then that's okay because the church um, a lot of the time doesn't think that. And so we're showing kind of a new way, a new perspective um, on how to look at things. And I really, really appreciate that everyone understood where that came from. And a lot of people were grateful that even if they weren't Christian, just that we were opening those doors. Yeah. 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 Nobody, nobody like shot us down. Yeah. Uh, I had zero people. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't even know that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was all just kind of through our booth to booth going on. But this is the podcast, and as much as I'd love to talk about packs the entire time, <laughs> uh, we do have some things we wanted to talk about as well. So, Shelly, why don't you get into the movies? All right, so some movie news. Everybody loves Godzilla. I'm well, new. except Mothra. Ex- <laughs> I don't think he enjoys it. <laughs> except for the cities that get destroyed by Godzilla. Everybody loves Godzilla. <laughs> so <laughs> That was terrible. I tried really hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, never do that again. Um, (laughs) That's just, I don't even know what that was. That's not Godzilla. (laughs) That's a pterodactyl. That's not even, that's like a baby, that's a baby dying pterodactyl. It's a baby, yeah. (laughs) Um, Getting back on track a little bit, um, apparently... (laughs) What? Go, go ahead. (laughs) Apparently, uh, Japanese Godzilla is going to release. You need to leave. Okay. Goodbye. Never come back. (laughs) I'm just going to continue. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Nothing happened. I'm very. Nothing happened. That was my Godzilla poo. Does he move? No, never. Is he even a he? No, I'm not apparently, not according to Hollywood. He lays eggs. Do you remember the 90, 98, what is it? Laid all those eggs. Yeah. What? Godzilla's a female. Oh. Yeah. That's... Doesn't that make a lot more sense? Cool, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Did you assume Godzilla's gender? I just... <laughs> Go ahead. I, Godzilla is... There is only one Godzilla, and I thought it was genderless, but whatever. <laughs> I guess... I guess you can't know everything. <laughs> But uh, apparently, uh, <laughs> Hollywood Godzilla is going to be in a shared universe with King Kong, and I mean, <sighs> also, who doesn't love King Kong? That was not me trying to be King Kong. That was me being excited. Maybe you should I just realized. not make noise. I was excited. So, I was like, yeah. So okay. Japan's getting attacked by Godzilla at the same time that New York is getting attacked. Is, is it Kong? New York? Yeah. Or Chicago? It's I'm New York. not sure. Wherever. And goes on the Empire State Building. Grabs a plane. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then yeah. she has... Oh, wait, no. King Kong is with the lady, right? When he has the lady, yeah. and he's just like... Like, hey! And then the post, the lady's yeah. like way bigger than the plane. It makes no sense. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look out, Kong. There's an eagle on your head. 
Have you guys seen the original Godzilla vs. King Kong? No. no. So, I loved it as a kid. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. But uh, Godzilla wins because King Kong is weak against thunderstorms. And I have no idea where that lore comes from. But the entire fight is completely evenly matched. And then a thunderstorm happens, and they're all like, oh no, King Kong's weak against thunderstorms. And then Godzilla wins because King Kong's just like, ah! I didn't know thunder. King Kong was a steel type. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Anyway, there's that thing happening. What is not happening is Harry Potter Cursed Child movie. Yeah. There's lots of rumors. I even heard rumors about mm -hmm. Daniel Radcliffe possibly coming back for his role as Harry Potter, which would be super cool. And, like, everybody wants to see Cursed Child because, I mean, not everyone lives in London. Not everyone can go see the play. Right. Um, everyone ha can read the script, a book, whatever, yeah. you, whatever you call it. Um, but it's screenplay? not really... Yeah, I think it's technically... Yeah, something like that. Okay. I'm not going to be official. It's going to be a screenplay if it's... Maybe, I don't know. But I mean, uh, everybody wants to watch it. Like, you gotta, if you're going to be lazy, you're going to want to watch it. But that's Do not it. happening anytime soon. But. It's not... Don't go looking for it. All the rumors you hear are probably not true. Okay. Especially yeah. regarding Daniel Radcliffe. I'm oh, well. Sad. Hopefully someday. Yeah, it'd be cool someday. It probably would have to... The play would probably have to reach outside of london well that, that might happen it might reach outside of london and then they won't has. even need a movie okay. i think they have been doing tours in the oh United States. well then i haven't heard about it it's not coming in seattle anytime soon <laughs> fair enough okay so that's all for the movie news um in theaters nothing too interesting solely which is the one with tom hanks how dare you out. say that's not interesting that's the only one that's interesting. That's <laughs> okay. That's the only one I've, I've even I've heard about. Okay. Wait, that's Sully, is that uh, Monsters Incorporated? No. No. <laughs> it's the one where Tom Hanks uh, has to land a plane on water, right? Yes. Or like, yeah. And he almost crashes it. But, but it's, it's based on a true story. Yeah. Okay. It's like that other one with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm I talking totally about? know what you're talking about. No, the, you... That movie with that guy. <laughs> I love the that movie. The other plane movie with that other guy who stopped everyone from dying. Snakes on a plane. Gosh. Not Top Gun. Snakes on a plane. Not Snakes on a plane. It's <laughs> only plane movie, I know. It's the one where he just gets drunk all the time. Independence Day. No. <laughs> he gets drunk all the time? It's yeah, yeah. Day, I'm telling you. No, it's it not more that like he's one. he's dependent. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. Someone probably knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, someone's getting really mad at us. We've, right we, I was going to say, we've gone off the deep end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine. Um, <laughs> so that's it. Interesting for theaters. Mm -hmm. um, unless you only want to see one of those weird, obscure movies that no one's ever heard about. Hipster. You could totally do it if you want. I think there's another animated animal movie out, so check that out if you really want to. Although I'm sick of those this year. Blu-ray movies. What? How many How many hipsters does it take to screw in a light bulb? What? It's a pretty obscure number you've probably never heard of. Gosh. Ha! Anyways, hey, go ahead. Hey, why did the hipster burn his tongue? <laughs> what? He drank coffee before it was cool! <laughs> okay, moving on. Sorry. We're, we're done with hipster That jokes. joke was way better than yours. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hipsters. <laughs> hey, I deal with them every day in Seattle, so. Uh, Blu-ray movies coming out. We got Now You See Me 2. Yeah. Which I really need to see because I like the first one a lot. They should have subtitled it, Now You Don't. They should have, but they missed their opportunity. Now You See Me. Now You Don't. It was a great movie. 
That's good to know. Yeah. I was concerned. I'm always concerned about sequels. I've always like, ooh, it's not good to be as good as the original. But um, I get to see a movie with Morgan Freeman in it that I don't hate or that I don't like. No, I've yet to see a Morgan Freeman movie that I didn't like. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Okay. That's comforting. I like Morgan Freeman. That's what I'm saying. Okay. He's a blessing. <laughs> so Morgan uh, Freeman, you are a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> we also have The Flash Season 2, Supernatural Season 11, and Fairy Tale Part 21 all coming out on Blu-ray. So yeah, I really hate shows. the way anime releases. Part 21? Yeah, I that's don't... only going to cost you 35 bucks. Honestly, that's per so much. episode. <laughs> Why that's... are some animes so... Why are some shows so big? I'm... Even Supernatural, like Season 11, like how can you watch 11 seasons? It's a cash cow. Uh, yeah. Because it does well. Yeah. That's why. That's why. And it is a cash cow. That's it. That's all I found. Move on. TV. <laughs> don't. TV. <laughs> TV. Hey, so I don't know if you guys have seen this. There's a new HBO show coming out called Westworld. No. I No. No? Okay. I saw the trailer, and uh, that's basically all I have. The news is that their trailer came out recently. Um, a brand new trailer. Is it, um, a, is it like an Oregon Trail sort of thing? You'd be So it looks like a western. It starts off as a western. You're like, all right, a I mean, western show. We just have show. west in the name. I okay, that's I guess cool. Yeah. Uh, and then you get into this like weird cybernetic world, and I was like, what happened to the western thing I was watching? Because this is not the same trailer anymore. Okay. The whole concept of this is that Westworld is a theme park. Kind of uh, was it the Truman Show or whatever it was? Where yeah. They, uh, yeah. Were inside. He was inside of a, a TV series. Yes. Oh. Um, but. These are humans that have been created by a scientist, given memories, uh, and they think that they are real people in the Wild West. And then people from the real world uh, go into this thing, and they get to experience, uh, in very crooked ways is the way it looks, uh, how the West was lived. And they get to kind of do whatever they want in this world. That's weird. But these creatures, these created human beings are sentient and they believe that they are humans. And so when stuff starts getting, you know, starts happening and they're getting mad uh, and they end up finding a kind of a way into the real world um, and start realizing what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have, it's going to be an HBO show, so be careful. You know, Game of Thrones, probably going to be um, a bit graphic. Uh, Okay. But... It looks really interesting. Yeah, that's a really interesting concept. Yeah, I've, I had never heard of it. I guess there have been trailers before, a little bit of previews, but one of the first really big revealing trailers has finally come out for it. Okay. Um, so you can check that out. And then, uh, you know, I'm big into the DC TV series. Uh, Stephen Amell is playing three versions of Oliver Queen in the next season, um, which is interesting because Stephen Amell has been very uh, two-sided. You have Oliver Queen, and then you have... The uh, the Green Arrow, right? But I guess old Oliver Queen, but that doesn't really count. That they're the huh. past, yeah. Not old, young. Um, Not old, young. He looks old because he's all beaten up, scratched, yeah, bearded, um, shipwrecked Oliver Queen. I would love for this to mean that it's going to be him being happy and chipper, uh, the Green Arrow that we want to see. I think what it really means is that. Uh, you get kind of, uh, who, who voiced Batman in the 90s? Kevin Conroy. Conroy, uh, yeah. He talked hey. about when he plays Bruce Wayne, he has the Batman, which is real Bruce Wayne. Uh, or no, he has Batman, which is a facade. It's the darker version. Mm-hmm. He has Bruce Wayne in the Batcave, and that is him. And then he has Bruce Wayne out in public. 
and that is a another facade that he plays. Okay. Um, okay. And so Kevin Conroy actually has always had three different voices for Batman when he was animating the show. I didn't ever realize that. Yeah. Uh, I've learned that at it was Denver Comic Con a couple years ago. He brought that up. Um, and so Stephen Amell is going to be, or Oliver Queen is going to be a mayor in this next coming season. And so I can imagine that we have the Stephen Amell, or the, I keep doing that, Oliver Queen. <laughs> Oliver Queen, They're really yeah. the same person. The, it's, the same, it's the same guy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Oliver Queen that is the Green Arrow, putting on his darker side. Oliver Queen in his Arrow Cave, because that's what it is, um, which will be the real him. And then you'll have the mayor side of him. Which well, will be I would really call the Arrow light. Cave the Quiver. The Quiver? <laughs> I mean, that is an <laughs> Arrow Cave. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, they're doing it like an aeromobile. They made a joke about that one day uh, because it's so close to Batman. The they broadhead. Are, and they also had kind of the uh, the oracle. The broadhead. <laughs> it's, I'm making arrow jokes here. Okay? <laughs> uh, they had the they're oracle. They're flying right by me. So they made a joke about the, 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 the <laughs> Right over my head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I. I want a happy Oliver Queen, or a happy Green Arrow. Oh yeah, happy Green Arrow makes for fantastic television. That would for me. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else. Yeah, I the Flash has been so lighthearted, and I don't, I don't like the Green Arrow's Batman, and I'm getting bored of it, especially since they said it was going to like slowly get lighter and lighter, and they tried that last season. Okay. It started off really light and happy. And then they set off a nuclear bomb in a city, and nothing was happy. There, you couldn't make jokes at that point. Stuff gets super light really quick. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> you might even say the Flash showed up. Your jokes are really bombing here. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the mark. I'm done. <laughs> no more. Anyways, get into some gaming news, Joe. What's going on? All right, so we've been with with at PAX for so long that I can't remember who I am anymore. <laughs> is this the real Joe Morgan? I don't know what reality is. Which I don't. You are Oliver Queen. There you go. Listen we to the sound of my voice. We are Borg. <laughs> Resistance is futile. Resistance is futile. So with that, really, the only news that's really worthy that, that came out this past week um, is from the Nintendo Direct. And so cool. coming out of the Nintendo Direct, we find out, so we're just going to hit kind of some of these r- real quick um, and we'll stop and talk if anything piques our interest. Toon Zelda's making her way to Hyrule Warriors Legends. That's yeah. the 3DS version. Mm-hmm. Um, so Toon Zelda, Toon Link I believe already made it there a while back. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I thought I saw Toon Link. I was confused. So, one I think is super relevant to this weekend in particular, and this is probably why Nintendo did this uh, Nintendo 3DS owners can now finally street pass more than 10 people at a time. Oh. Um, I believe it says you can go up to 100 now. Oh, oh. that that would have been nice to know before I went to PAX. Yeah. I mean, I have tomorrow, but that's still kind of late. I've, I've never fired up the app beforehand, so I still only have the 10 <laughs> limit. Yeah, I have the ten oh, minutes, okay. but ah. Uh... I got too bored with the check. Maybe now that there's a hundred, I don't have to check every ten minutes. Uh, maybe yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah, uh, that's nice. So, they probably did that specifically for packs too. Yes, yeah. this, this looks like a lot of 3DS news. So, and, and that makes sense with with the NX coming down the line. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so Nintendo in their press release before when when they announced this direct. Mm-hmm. 
immediate like they only had three or four sentences, and one of them was, "We will not be discussing the Nintendo NX at this event." Don't you have games coming out in like January? There March? are companies that are developing games that have announced for the NX, and Nintendo still has not confirmed. Uh. But I think the Tokyo Game Show still hasn't happened. So yeah, that's the, they have to be waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just that's got to be it. Really late, so that they can announce on their home turf. I don't know. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so Mario Sports Superstars is coming to the 3DS next spring. Mm-hmm. Pikmin is getting a Nintendo 3DS game in 2017. Pikmin! I, I Pikmin. think Pikmin's pretty cool. Yeah. So imagine using the fun. stylus to throw your. Yeah. Pikmin. That would oh, be. Cool. That I might work. have. I might have to get that. Yeah, yeah, that could actually work really well. Um, Ever Oasis invades dungeons, towns, and Nintendo 3DS next year. It's going to be an RPG uh, coming in 2017 that Nintendo announced with their direct. Okay. Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword uh, is coming to the Wii U Virtual Console. I guess at this point it already is out on the Wii U Virtual Console. That's a Wait. good game. Skyward Sword. Which Wii requires Wii the... Console. Yeah. Why don't you just... Doesn't the Wii U play Wii games? Yes. So, but if you don't... So, if you didn't own it already and you just want to buy digital... Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, that's about the that's only like thing that really makes reason. sense. I mean... Because, yeah. But you can just open up the Wii part of the Wii U... I'm so confused by this. Yeah, that's a real odd decision. <laughs> Maybe they just think... It's I, a great game, though. If you're too lazy to go buy it somewhere, get it online. I think yeah. you could go to the Wii Digital Store and buy it on your Wii U um, to download on the Wii side of things. Uh, to announce... Here, here's another one. Maybe so, it's too confusing to people. Yoshi's Woolly World, which uh-huh. I, that's a that's a Wii U game, right? Yeah, I own that game. I Virtual console. It. It's coming to 3DS. Oh, okay. Oh. Huh. So I thought that was a curious one. Yeah. To hmm. see. It'd be great if they started putting Wii U games on the Virtual Console so, in preparation for the NX. Here's yeah. one that kind of makes me angry. I, I I don't like watching them do this. Square Enix is bringing Dragon Quest Eight to the 3DS uh, next year, but it's been delayed. I, I guess it was supposed to come out on 3DS earlier, and they've delayed it into next year. Dragon Quest Eight came out on PlayStation 2 when I was in college. <laughs> That game's awesome. It really is. Okay. So I'm glad that the 3DS is getting a remake of it. Yeah. I would rather see an HD oh, remaster yeah. of that on a console. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But they have been releasing, going back and releasing all their. I'm Dragon super Quest into that. I don't, I'm not super into the HD uh, remake, whatever. When they just like up the graphics, I love these ground up ideas. Uh, the Crash Bandicoot ground up sound really cool. Uh, it, I'm Final Fantasy VII. I'm excited for graphically. I don't know how I'm going to feel about the gameplay, but I love this the remake. G- yeah, yeah. I I love the concept of this. As long as the gameplay is the same, I feel like that's where the nostalgia hits me. But ground up remakes of these a- games in HD is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a bunch of Zelda Link um, new special edition amiibo that are coming out to okay. the holiday this this so holiday many season. amiibo freaking why can't they just stop i'm a little tired of them releasing so many amiibo they'll never do it they'll never stop they're gonna go forever they like, i i heard they're having another toon link amiibo they already have a toon That's link amiibo yeah. why do they need a second one they need a second one for it's like wind waker edition i'm like you already have one you're gonna start getting really smash bros Character costume changes. It's yeah. to the, like I thought the idea of amiibo originally was that you could take one amiibo and use it for several games. And now it's becoming a thing where you buy one game and you have an amiibo specifically for that game. Yeah. Though, so mm-hmm. it's it's like you're compelled to buy it because it's specifically right. for that yep. game. You're it's, gonna think of like pop vinyls. 
Yeah. There yeah. are so many. I won't collect pipe funnels. Uh, I know Drew does. Uh, I have a very few. I, LJ's a huge pop vinyl guy. I want pop vinyls, but I've been to stores where it's just like a whole row and thing and of pop, and it's too overwhelming. I'm like, I don't. I look for specific characters that I think are super cool. So like, okay. I've got Tracer from Overwatch. I've got I've got the Vault Dweller from Fallout. I just yeah. imagine like the first people to get pop vinyls probably got the first set that they came out with. Oh, they're super excited. Yeah, and, and then like, everything else came out, and they're like, "Well, okay." Thank you. Yeah, collecting's not reasonable anymore at that point. No. Mm-hmm. I stopped with... I got the first three sets of Amiibos and said I haven't... I'm, I'm no never kind. going from there. Yeah. So, no. I have those first three sets completed, though. You they really don't do don't enough in-game for me. They do nothing, and they're, all mine are still in the box. Okay. Yeah. Which means they can't be used anywhere. Right. Um, Picross. 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 Yeah, Picross. Yeah, Picross. It's, it's a puzzle game of some sort. Okay. Yeah. Cross 3D uh, Round 2 coming to the 3DS. Round 2. Uh, Fights. Yeah, so that Finish. that's actually out Finish. September 1st Yeah. No, to, right. the, to the eShop. Tank Troopers is bringing multiplayer tank battles to the eShop uh, on 3DS. Super Mario Maker is coming to the 3DS. That's a... That's one I didn't expect to see. Strange, but makes sense. It does make sense. You got the stylus that's going to let you be able to. I mean, you know, right. it's it's basically going to be a downsized version of what we got on the Wii U. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's already like a platformer, and platformers work well on consoles and yeah, so yeah. it's very easy transition. For I might, see. I would probably be more okay playing it on the 3DS. Uh, I like having something smaller in kind of my hand. I know the Wii U was kind of like that. Um, but I, I would like to create on the smaller surface like that. I can understand that. Um, and it looks like <laughs> Pokemon Sun and Moon are getting new things. They're going to make Snorlax even stronger than it already is. Is that I mean, If they raise Snorlax's attack, his defense is crazy. They're adding high-powered Z-moves to the pre-evolution of Snorlax. Munchlax? So, okay. I don't know what it it's is called. Munchlax. Okay, Munchlax. there you go. Munchlax. Munch, munch, munch. Um, and that looks like it. So that's the news for the week. Let's go ahead and get into the game releases for the week. Yeah. Um, according to IGN, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, uh, the new Ace Attorney, Spirit of Justice, is coming to the 3DS. Justice Sep- is justice. There you go. Casey Cobble. And she's our lead editor. She loves... Casey is a major Phoenix Wright. Yeah. Weren't they... Didn't they come out with an anime? Yes. Okay. They did, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, also coming out this week on September 9th, Stardust Galaxy Warriors Stellar Climax for the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Okay. Um, that's September. That's already been out on PC for uh, like a year. Okay. Um, and then we'll go straight to PlayStation's The Drop for everything else. That's that's everything that wasn't on The Drop that I got from IGN. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming out this week, this is all going to be in alphabetical order. 140. It's a challenging, minimalistic platformer with abstract color physics coming to the PlayStation 4 this week. Um, Dogos coming to the PlayStation 4 incorporates current technology into classic shmup designs. 3D visuals, a dynamic camera, and the ability to move through scenarios like an open world. So it sounds like it's going to be one of these side scrolling, shoot 'em up. You know, control your ship and as it goes through a 2D uh, plane and blows up stuff. I okay. was hoping it was about dogs. Dogos, doggos. Well, it's uh, the logo is a... Looks like a pit bull. An angry pit bull. Oh, oh yeah. 
So doggos. Doggos of you war. Just, doggos. Oh, doggos of war. Puppers. Little doggos. Little puppers. Oh <laughs> little puppers of war. Boom boom. Dropping bombs is a whole new meaning. <laughs> then you get your. You gotta rug. go out and pick it up. <laughs> I don't know. You can't leave that in the yard. <laughs> Drop your explosive kittens. <laughs> there you go. Um, also coming out this week, Jotun, or I'm, I'm assuming that's actually pronounced Jotun because it's Norse. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. The Valhalla edition that's coming out to PlayStation Four. Just Sing is coming out to the PS4 in retail. Why do you want? I, I mean, I can sing if you want me to. But. I can sing. Maybe. Never mind. I don't. <laughs> I was that's, going to. That's why they're curating a game about it. <laughs> <laughs> just sing. Just sing. Is it like just dance, but just sing? Maybe. Oh yeah, that, that makes make sense. a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, isn't that already out? But I was just dance. Here's the thing I don't understand. <laughs> Here's the thing I don't understand reading about it, though. Create your own music videos with just sing sing or lip sync to your favorite songs. So it's musically. Why would you... A video game. Lip sync? That's musically. Just lip sync. Just lip sync. It's not just singing at that point. You're, you're defeating the purpose. <laughs> um, the Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 2 coming out to, believe it or not, the PlayStation 3 and the beat of this week. Okay. So that's a PlayStation 3 game. Uh, one I'm really actually pleasantly surprised to see on the list this week, Oceanhorn Monster of Uncharted Seas. That actually started as a mobile game. It's a Zelda kind of styled game. Ooh. It started as a mobile on iOS Okay. and is coming to the PlayStation 4. So we're going to get the Jeez. HD graphics souped I up. I like it. Zelda stuff. I like Zelda stuff too. So Oceanhorn's one you're probably going to want to look at. I, I'm assuming that's only going to be like 15 bucks. Maybe. Okay. Uh, Sky Force Anniversary coming out for everything. I don't even know what the original Sky Force is. Is it coming out for the NES? Okay, well, it's coming out to all the Sony platforms. I'm assuming oh, okay. it's also coming out to... Everything the... relevant. Yeah, everything <laughs> that the drop would care about. Uh, and then uh, Tau Rondo, whatever that is. Bullet Ballet, which sound, makes it sound like a, what they call a bullet hell shoot 'em up Okay. Um, that's what I'm assuming Bye. it is. I haven't looked up any videos of it. Discover the world of Tau Hau where... Oh, this one sounds weird. Cute girls train the art of bullet hell. What? Tower against El Rondo. Yeah, so it's basically saying it is a bullet hell shoot 'em up, but they use anime girls. Fan service. Yeah. Okay. Well. So maybe look. At, go to get doggos. They get doggos. doggos. Yeah. And get puppies. <laughs> get yeah. puppies. Okay. And that's it for the week for new releases. Awesome. Yee. So I think we are gonna go. What? Womp womps. Yeah, we're gonna get wop wops. What are you gonna explain wop wops? Okay, so it's a Waltar family tradition, and okay. basically what you do is you take Pillsbury biscuit dough, you wrap it around a thick, uh, rounded stick, like around the end of it, and then you roast it around a fire till it gets all golden brown and and beautiful. Okay. And then you take it off, and then you stuff it with like. Ice cream and peanut butter, chocolate, you know, kind of whatever you want. It's, it's like grilled biscuit treats. It's so yeah. or not yeah, grilled good. yeah. It's so good. So we're right. gonna get eat so we're gonna get wop wops. Yeah, sounds we're good to me. End the show because they were like, guys, wop wops. Like, hurry up! Your so- podcast is not that important. <laughs> it's important to us. I hope it's important to you. Uh, we're gonna end it here. Uh, anything else, guys? I think that's it for the week. Cool. Yeah, Joe. Where can they find you? you find me at Joe Knows Games on Twitter and Righteous Fury Gaming on Twitch. And Shelly? 
You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24, and you can find me on Twitch at shellshock24. And you can find me anywhere you can type in Cody Armor. Make it that easy. Cool. Uh, in closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Woo! Oh, pops! <laughs>